Hey everyone, grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Wednesday, November 11th, and as many of you know, if you go to Reality San Francisco, we are about to install Drew Wilkerson as an elder in our church. He's been going through a year-long silent candidacy, and we're really, really excited to install him as an elder this Sunday in our church. Now, one of the challenges of being a church our size in the city is that it's impossible to really know everyone in our church. For some of you, this is the first time you're even hearing the name Drew Wilkerson, and he's an elder that has an account for your soul, as it says in the scriptures. Um, What the heck? Like, I want to get to know him more. Now, part of that's COVID, and part of that is um, also we did a silent candidacy, um, and we're moving towards that uh, for really good reasons. The main reason is we really want... um, uh, there to be no pressure from uh, either side to say yes to eldership once we announced people from the stage that were there in the eldership process. Um, and th- there was a lot of pressure there before with like a year-long candidacy process, very visible. Um, if one of the parties decided for no moral or spiritual reasons at all, like this was not a good fit, um, there would be moral and spiritual implications that were a little too weird. So we decided Let's do a silent candidacy and announce the elder um, a month uh, a month before the installation. Um, we're learning this from a few other churches that are real established, and it's it's working out really well. The problem is COVID, and you don't get to know Drew as well. And we see that, and we're learning. Oh gosh, that is a gap. So we decided to put together a short podcast interviewing Drew and Heather Wilkerson, um, and we're confident that through listening to this interview, you'll get a glimpse more into who they are and why the elders are excited about bringing Drew and his family as a part of the eldership team here at Reality San Francisco. Take a listen. Hey, all right. We get to have a conversation. So good. Um, (laughs) Drew, Heather. Hi. Jessica. Hey. Thanks for being here. (laughs) It's so fun to get to get to know you, Drew, as a new elder in our church. Heather, you as like family and like I, I just love getting this opportunity to chat with you mm-hmm. about um, you know a, a lot of things. Uh, we're thinking of this almost as like get to know you time, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so uh, I hope you don't mind being just like in the spotlight for a minute, as Jessica and I are just curious about you <laughs> yeah. and want an opportunity for our church to like you know get to know your family and uh, your calling and what it's like for you to follow God into this this role and. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess maybe just a, a first question is, let's start chronologically. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah wh- where are you from? Where are you two from? Yeah, so we're both, um, well, I, I was born in Florida, um, but uh, grew up most of my younger years in Arkansas, and that's where Heather and I eventually met, was in Arkansas. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm from Arkansas as well. Oh, whole yeah. life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Florida, well, Arkansas, San connect- Francisco. Life. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, uh, when you, when did you move to San Francisco? Yeah. So man, I don't remember the exact. It's 2014. 2014. Okay. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. He- Heather is the numbers person. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. very helpful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 2014. Yeah. Sometimes I get the year that we moved here and the year that we got married confused, mm. and then I just throw off the whole equation, but 2014 <laughs> is correct <laughs> in this case. That's right. I love it. Okay, so then what was it that drew you to SF? Well, it's linked to our marriage, which is maybe why Heather mentioned it. it it's confusing sometimes. So um, we were <laughs> sure. married in uh, in St. Helena at, um, in 2011. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, so ten year coming next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the verification of the date like, that just happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could see the interaction. Yeah. Uh, that was the one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we had a small destination wedding in, in St. Helena, and uh, neither of us had spent much time at all in the Bay Area or, or maybe even visited San Francisco. Um, and our honeymoon was uh, partially in wine country, partially in San Francisco, and we came to the city. Uh, we really just felt drawn to it. Um, we felt like God spoke to us a lot while we were here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and after having left and went back, we were living in Arkansas at the time, uh, God just would not let us get the city off of our hearts. And it was continually a part of our prayers and uh, what grew into a deep love for the city and eventually a calling to, to come and move and establish our lives here. Yeah, it was interesting because I think we were here and we loved it, um, but realistically, you know, we kind of were where we were at the time, mm-hmm. but we went back and we were like, you know, let's just pray. Let's just pray for the city. Mm-hmm. Cool. We felt um, mm-hmm. impressed by the city in so many ways and burdened for the city in so many ways. And so we just started praying consistently and it just was not leaving us at all. Wow. Um, so anyways, that kind of progressed into a a vision trip and then then a life here a vision trip that's awesome. i want to hear a little yeah. bit more because <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I, first of all i love the the faith of just like this repeatedly keeps coming up on our hearts mm. yeah. let's just keep praying and keep asking god about this and then this vision trip what, what was that like what what did you do yeah do we have two different trips i, I can't remember. i think that's a Maybe. good question uh, perhaps yeah. um so yeah to your point matt yeah so we we kept praying. It was a consistent theme that God continued to lay the city on our hearts, continued to grow our love and affection for the city, our desire for, um, uh, you know, leaning into prayer for his church here. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe it was a year, a couple years in, yeah, to that feeling this consistent uh, theme that God continued to affirm this affection for the city of San Francisco where he came out and, um, and I was, mm. uh, I was in seminary at the time, and uh, we had some connections out here that we met with and uh, different church planters and pastors and other people in ministry. Um, oh, yeah, we stayed, we stayed in the mission in this little hole-in-the-wall, like, <laughs> uh, bottom, you know, uh, in-law unit, uh, yeah. bottom-level place. And... Um, and it was I think just, I've lived in that place. You probably have <laughs> lived in that place. Well, yeah. you know, Many people probably a, have. Yeah. It was actually a hosted Airbnb, and oh. the host was a, some kind of tourist guide uh, yeah. by trade, so she was so interesting. She, t- she uh, was, yeah. steered us to this really cool bar that we popped into <laughs> that was very mission district. Yeah. And it was just like such a cool experience for so, us. Yeah, yeah, and it was very cool, too, because our... Our honeymoon, our initial experience of the city was very much, I mean, you know, go down a list of your top tourist attractions of the city. That was yeah. it. Right? Oh, yes. So, wine train. Yeah. Yeah. Napa. Yeah. The Napa yes, wine yes. train. We did that. Tour, and then yes. uh, like we, we didn't do, Square, we didn't actually place. do the big bus on our first trip. Oh, <laughs> that's true. No, but yeah, we, we stayed just off of Union Square. And, um, and so anyways, you know, very quintessential first time visiting San Francisco yeah. stuff. And this was very different, you know, it was very much more of a, you know, in the neighborhoods, like experiencing the city. And yet 
our affection for the city remained and God just kind of continued to affirm like, yeah, this is where, where you should be. So that was our vision trip in some, I guess. But mm-hmm. Yeah. So your timeline though, and you said in 2014 is when you moved here mm-hmm. and how did that kind of play out and what were those first steps like? Yeah. So we landed, um, well, yeah. So, so backing up, we, we felt, uh, increasingly called here. Um, we started looking for jobs mm-hmm. and we were living in Kentucky at the time where I was going to seminary and I was in school and interning for a church and Heather was, um, uh, working from home for a, a company as an, uh, uh, doing their bookkeeping and accounting. And we were looking for new jobs in the city. Mm-hmm. And if anyone has ever gone through this experience of looking for a job, not living in San Francisco mm-hmm. to try to move to San Francisco. Yeah. Most companies throw your resume in the trash can. Mm-hmm. So, Gosh. Uh, so th- it was an unsuccessful job search. Mm-hmm. And so, but we felt um, still strongly called to move to the city. So we did move. Uh, we moved out to uh, help be a part of a, a new church plant that was uh, getting established. It was us and one other couple. And, uh, and so we moved with no jobs. We sold our car. Um, you know, by the providence of God, we literally landed um, went to visit three apartments, rented mm-hmm. one on the spot. And this was in the heyday of like, you come meet the landlord with a binder of all of your life and like oh, a yeah. check in <laughs> yeah. hand and background checks. When the market and, you know, was hot. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. impossible so, to get into a place. That's but, right. Yeah. You know, times yeah. have changed a bit, but, yes. um, but it was that, you know, and we didn't, again, you know, we didn't have jobs and, uh, but I remember the landlord looked at us, he was like, I like you guys. And he was like, <laughs> he, literally, he literally, he was like, I'm going to so ask you one question. Yeah. He was like, yeah. can you afford this place? And we're like, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, you know, day one, wow. right off the plane here by God's grace, we're able to find an apartment in the inner sunset and, uh, and moved in within a few days. Um, wow. yeah. So mm-hmm. that is so cool. And I, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, talk about a leap of faith. Right? Mm. Uh, I think so often I'm looking for like, okay, I need to have it calculated out and yeah. then, and then I'll know when to move. Mm. Right. Or something yeah. like that versus, uh, like coming, coming just like out of prayer. No, this is what's on our heart. This is where we feel God is calling us. Mm. And if he calls us, he'll make a way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It was and, one of those things important. that became through the consistent prayer. I think it was what was helpful to look back at that. It's like, no, like, you know, God's, God's been saying this over time, looking mm-hmm. back and just being like, there's no denying that this is true, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes you don't know that, you know, until you do take that leap of faith. But, yeah. um, so anyway, the, the job search story, uh-huh. I, I did end up getting a job after we moved <laughs> here. Uh, um, again, yeah. you know, and so then the it so. wasn't a lie that you could it, afford, it yeah, you right. could afford right. the place. Exactly. Perfect. Good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Perhaps we spoke that into existence. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. Um, and then how did you find reality San Francisco? Like when did you start attending reality? What was that journey like? Yeah. So. Um, so this initial church that we came to help be a part of was around for a couple of years, um, uh, and eventually kind of, uh, merged with a different church. Some people left kind of split ways, a few people parted ways and different visions and callings from God. And so we felt, uh, we felt led to explore other churches and, you know, I say churches, but really we came the first Sunday to reality SF, 
Mm. We had never been to the church before. And it was like, God just, again, this sense of him just kind of like impressing on us, like this is right, this is where you should be, this is where we should be. And we felt very affirmed in that and, and refreshed. And um, we didn't actually ever check out any other churches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One and done, yeah. Yeah. figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> We're quite decisive. And, and I think especially when we have this sense of, um, you know, that the Lord is blessing it, which we, which we experienced. So, yeah, I will say specifically, it felt like we, so we showed up, we were actually new parents at the time. Mm, um, yeah. and mm. our little girl was props to the village. Yeah. Yes. 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 Five months old, <laughs> six months old. Oh no. Wow. At the time, six months was the requirement for getting to drop off at the village and she was six months. And so they just scooped <laughs> her away. And as a new parent, I was like, Oh my gosh. And coming from a small church plant environment, you mean you're gonna take care of my kids so I can like (laughs) um, sing a song to Jesus and like actually listen to a sermon and then um, also the the kind of large gathering was so moving because Mm. um, two of our most influential churches in our history have been quite large and so we were used to that worship experience but um, being in a small church plant here sometimes and also trying really hard to live on mission among um, the non-believers in our community, it often just felt like sometimes we were the only Christians that we knew outside of a handful of people. And so to come into a space where there are hundreds of people singing around you, it just was like, oh my gosh, I feel like the heavens parted. And we were like, this is it. We're done. You took my kid and you worshiped with me. We're here. Um, You knew exactly what I needed. Amazing. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'm curious to hear, too, from the time that you started coming to reality, what your process of even considering becoming an elder drew and like also conversations with family and what that process has looked like mm. um, for you and what you've been learning through that process. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it's not something that I ever was like, oh, hey, I want to be an elder, you know, yeah. it's, <laughs> you know, and I think it, it started with um, perhaps when I was uh, just graduated um, and finished my undergrad, um, and was in a time in my life and in my faith where I was just really hungry for more of God and wanted to learn more about the scriptures and study more theology. And so I took, uh, I started taking seminary classes just while I was working my, my job, um, just to become more educated. And I felt, um, really passionate about the local church and supporting the local church and really, really just being a good church member, really Mm -hmm. wanting to, uh, seeing this as a life calling to be a part of a local community of believers Mm -hmm. and give myself to support that community and and support the mission of God through that church. Um, so I guess it kind of started there, you know, moving to San Francisco, being a part of a church is just kind of like the same motivation of wanting to be, um, a good church member wanting to, you know, follow Jesus well and, and serve him in his community. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think for us, it's kind of just part and parcel of, of who we are and who we feel like God's called us to be is like, when we join a church, it's like, I'm going to get involved right away, you know, Mm -hmm. however I can serve and however we can help. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, we started a new community group, um, kind of recognized opportunity for that and saw need and started a group, um, pretty soon into our time here, started serving on the music team. Um, yeah, you and I have had some good uh, worship 
worship music yes. uh, yes. connections yeah. for sure. Anytime yeah. I get a chance to play with Matt Barrios, I say yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's so funny. This is a very nerdy thing that you and I will enjoy for a moment. But, uh, but uh, I just remember like, because we would rehearse Thursday nights. And then I just remember you and me at one point just jamming it out. I'm on bass. You're playing electric guitar. This guy, Micah's playing keys. And it was oh, just... Yeah. It's like one of those moments that I'm just like, being part of a church is wonderful. Mm. Just getting to like mm. have musical chemistry with a group of guys yes. and just connect over sound and worship and all of that. And so, yeah. It was uh, so good. And uh, then they shut us down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It only lasts for so long yeah, and we have exactly. to lock the doors, but it was a beautiful moment. It was no. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We were just like, okay, we're trying to, we're trying to shut, shut the doors here yeah. oh, and shut okay, the lights off. Right, yeah, like, okay, right, we'll okay, we'll, we'll give up the jam. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen you two be like very, very involved in, in our church community mm. as members and uh, being CG leaders, helping with worship. And yeah, I, I just love how much, uh, I think around 2014 when, uh, around the time when when uh, you were first coming to reality, I was like started seeing you guys like often, you know. And it was like in in the hallway at Everett uh, with your very extroverted daughter, who was uh, yes, that sweet. is true. There is no other word to describe her. <laughs> I was just like, man, this little girl lights up to see anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's uh, true. Yeah. It's so true. But I just so, remember seeing you guys around a lot, and it was wonderful to watch you get really engaged as members in our church. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it, you know you came through that process, and then um, just through getting to know uh, different people, and then the elders kind of approaching me and say, "Hey, have you thought about this? We'd love to, for you to consider this process." Um, and through prayer, again, a consistent theme of our story. I think you're gathering, but like <laughs> through prayer together, um, just feeling affirmed that yeah, let's let's pursue this and see where God leads. Mm-hmm. I love that, and uh, I mean, I think again agreed that theme of we pray and then we decide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i couldn't impress on our church the importance of that more mm-hmm. than anything mm-hmm. is yeah. like mm-hmm. before we we i don't know just kind of make a decision we pray we ask god we discern with people all of that and i love that you two have discerned what mm-hmm. uh calling into eldership mm-hmm. looks like mm-hmm. what did you find in having those conversations and uh asking god uh, what did you find in discerning hmm yeah, a lot of um, a lot of affirmation around, you know, when we first felt this, the spirit kind of pull our hearts towards San Francisco. We always felt this unique, I would say, calling to the city in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at first I, it didn't really feel like, oh, this church or this idea or this, you know, um, mm-hmm. thing. It, it was like go there and love the city. That's like, that was kind of that. Um, And so I think through prayer and this process and being invited into this, it it became more clear. And we've talked about this, Heather and I, where it's like, wow, this is God kind of pulling back another layer and being like, you know, this was like something I had for you. was like to to serve this church in particular. Mm. Um, So yeah, just again, kind of, in line with that theme is like, stay here, be committed to the city, love the city. Oh, in a way you can do that is through this church. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I will say like the more we, obviously we, we knew reality um, before the eldership candidacy started and had really 
loved the church and felt like we were all in. And then as the process began and we um, kind of got to know people more and understand the mission and vision and heart of people here, we were just all in. I think <laughs> we just knew uh, kind of beyond a shadow of a doubt um, that, that this was our place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, just kind of growing excitement for God's work through the church mm-hmm. and, you know, the potential with what it, like God's continued work for the years to come through our body at reality. It was just like nothing but excitement and joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've always seen um, San Francisco as such a powerful place to um, reach not only our nation, but our world. We have so much influence here, and so this church um, being able to influence our city, who can influence our nation, who can influence our world, like it's all yeah. just been such an amazing, big, beautiful picture of like what um, God could do and what we see God beginning to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's you know part of our history, too, when we were both really growing in our faith, uh, where we came from, the churches we were a part of, had a very strong focus on on mission. And, you know, that word can be quite broad, but um, really, like, reaching people with the gospel of Jesus, not only locally, but also globally. And, mm-hmm. um, and so that's one of the things that, you know, we both are passionate about. And, you know, when I first met Heather, I... I joke that I stole her away from the mission field because she was like <laughs> heading to the Middle East, like convinced wow. uh, as a missionary. And um, so San Francisco is not quite the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could share some yeah. stats that yeah. might surprise you. Though. Yeah, yeah I love seeing too, like just how creative God has used your mission or vision for your like gifts and skills for the Mm. church and so would you mind telling like our church a little bit about even i know drew you and i've talked about this of like your vision as a family and also Mm -hmm. you guys both as a couple like your heart for generosity Mm. and how that actually i think interplays so beautifully like with our church community of things that they're going to learn and glean from you guys Mm. and so yeah could you speak a little bit to that yeah yeah um yeah, so we, you know, we have we have two kids. We have Phoebe; she is four, and Luke turns one in just a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I literally woke up awesome. like early this morning, and I was like, "Did I forget my child's birthday?" You know, I, like, kind of like one of it's those COVID. exactly yeah. one of those twenty twenty yeah. COVID like moments where you're no like, birthday party happening. How many days have gone by without me realizing what day it is? You know? so, I'm happy to report that it's not quite his birthday okay, yet. Great. So okay. we will do something for our child oh, to celebrate. Good. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. So, um, but as parents, you know, we both grew up with divorced parents, and uh, and so for us in a way we feel like we are establishing like this new um, family, uh, this new family rhythm and this mm-hmm. new family experience for our mm-hmm. kids to experience and rewriting a lot of our like history and, mm-hmm. and not that everything is bad from our parents. We've grown a ton from both of our mm-hmm. parents. Um, uh, and yet like being committed to each other in love and in marriage and mm-hmm. like for life and establishing that and being committed to that. And then for our kids, like what does it look like to raise our kids mm. in a godly mm-hmm. home, teaching them the way of Jesus? And, uh, and for us, I mean, we've, we've established like some core values as a family that we, that we really latch onto. And um, it's an acronym that we've, we've kind of created called GRACE, which is generosity, rootedness, action, care, and excellence. 
and there's kind of like subcategories to all these things <laughs> yeah. that you can probably imagine. But, I love it. Um, I love this. I'm so into this. Yeah. <laughs> so Matt and I would nerd out yeah, on yeah, yeah. Like this, probably. <laughs> but that's like the big picture where it's yeah. like, man, these are core values as a family that we want to embody as followers of Jesus together, Heather and myself. And then we want to pass on to our kids mm-hmm. as well and instill these values in them um, as we as we train them in the faith and teach them what it looks like to follow Jesus. So. Um, yeah, and then the, the generosity piece is something that uh, we constantly feel God like calling us into personally. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we grow in generosity? Um, San Francisco as a city and as a, you know, um, the Bay Area in, in general is extremely wealthy financially mm-hmm. on, you know, a global scale. And, um, and I think believers here have an amazing opportunity to really give generously and make global impact. I mean, mm-hmm. huge, huge mm-hmm. impact beyond what you can really fathom. I mean, yeah. And uh, and so you know, I think our church has a unique opportunity to step in some of the, to some of that. I could, I would love to see us like as a church flex our generosity muscle mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. and see God bless that. So there's a lot more to that, but that's kind of yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the starter. Yeah. Podcast too is yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. That is so good. And I, I, I just want to say, you know, from, you know, a couple staff members, you know, representing our church on some level, just welcome to mm-hmm. being, uh, you know, elder leader mm-hmm. leadership on our church and just really yeah, a lot of respect for what you're bringing to the table and, Maybe as we're about to close up here, um, uh, I know some some of the questions that people might have is just like, so what, how could I like, you, you know, if I was going to like have a conversation with Drew, like what's the sort of stuff that Drew and Heather are like passionate about mm-hmm. and want to mm-hmm. like be in people's corner about mm-hmm. and all of mm-hmm. that. And uh, maybe another way to think of it is like, what are some of the unique things that you're excited to bring to the church mm-hmm. and serve the church with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we kind of have three main categories, all of them maybe um, umbrella under the umbrella of discipleship, Mm -hmm. I would say. We're really Mm -hmm. passionate about discipleship in general. And then uh, generosity and missions, which we've already talked about all of those. (laughs) Um, But those just kind of radiate through who we are. And we love talking about those things Mm -hmm. and um, diving deep. And we're never afraid to have a deep meaningful conversation mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. we yeah. invite it <laughs> yeah for sure yeah i've been asked uh, since we moved to san francisco some people ask me they're like you ask a lot of questions or you know they're like <laughs> not used to like getting asked questions and people like actually wanting to go deep yeah. so i don't know um that's cool. but yeah i would i would agree i mean discipleship is one of the big passions that we have in general like following Jesus, like really Mm -hmm. learning the way of Jesus and what that looks like practically in our life and how that can flesh out like in our work relationships, Mm -hmm. our neighbor relationships, our family relationships, Mm -hmm. how we parent our kids. Um, So that's a big one. Uh, Theology, uh, Mm -hmm. missions. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, those are some big ones. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, I feel like we have a big get in your family for helping like lead our church. So thank you so much. Thanks brother. I'm getting weirdly choked up about this. Oh, and so, <laughs> but uh, I mean, just getting yeah. to hear, um, yeah. like the, the faithfulness in yeah. your story, mm. you, it starts with like a little kernel of something like, why do we keep thinking about San Francisco? Mm-hmm. And you pray into it and you pray into mm-hmm. it. And now here you are. And I'm so thankful that God has, uh, guided your steps mm-hmm. to bring Thanks, us here. Brother. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, thank you again uh, for talking to us. Thanks, Jessica, yeah. for being a, yes. a co-interviewer yeah. uh, <laughs> with me. Co-host. Yeah, co-host, yeah. I love it. But uh, yeah, love and blessing to you too. And yeah. uh, to our church, if you've been listening, we hope this has encouraged you as you just get a little snapshot of who Drew and Heather are. Um, pray for them uh, as they are mm. stepping into uh, a new leadership in our church. And uh, yeah, and pass along an encouraging word if you can and mm. uh, pray a blessing over them. So uh, lots of love, everybody. Thank you for listening. Take care. <laughs>